I am truly under the opinion that building a shameless society does more harm than good. What in the 20s is going on? In the 20s, on? Yeah. Yeah. The, 20s. the 20s, baby. The 20s. What in the 20s is going on? I am here on? for the 20s, baby. This is the 20s. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Zamam Kize, and this is What's in the Twenties, a podcast where you listen to me grow through its baby. On this episode, I'm going to be speaking about why I believe we should bring shame back, baby. But before I get into it, I first and foremost want to just extend gratitude um, for everybody who has been sharing their Spotify 2023 wrapped with me. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for giving me your time, your attention. I cannot express my thankfulness enough. You know, it's so crazy thinking about the fact that I started this just about a year ago, um, just over a year ago, sorry. And um, knowing that there is a reach, that there is love on the other side of this decision, you know, that I made outside of this risk that I took, you know, being vulnerable and intimate with myself and with the others. Um, it is truly a dream. It is truly healing. There's so much therapy going on here. There's so much love being shared here. So much education. I'm learning so much. I'm growing so much. You know, that's why I always say a journey, like when you listen to me grow through it, I think that when I think about how I started these episodes, you know, the growth <laughs> in the way that I communicate, the way that I've learned and just language, the way I apply language to the things that I'm feeling and thinking and the way that I'm able to articulate myself, it's all because of this journey and this process, you know, allowing myself to become more self-aware, to become just, uh, it's too good over here. <laughs> It is too good. And it makes me emotional thinking about that. If I knew how much love and appreciation I would have been met with on the other side of this decision, I would have done it a long time ago. But I think everything in divine timing, it was the absolute best time for me to start. And I cannot say thank you enough for being here with me. Please continue to, you know, if you like what you hear, please continue being here with me, growing with me, um, sharing your thoughts and your feelings with me. It is an incredible community we've been building here. And I am undeniably humbled. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On a different note, we should bring shame back. <laughs> it's about time we bring shame back. And I understand there's absolutely a sensitivity with which I must approach this topic with um, an awareness for the society we live in, because I understand that sometimes bringing up certain things and opinions, it almost comes off judgmental. And I mentioned this before about the problem with being a society that turns the other cheek, being a group of people that says, if it has nothing to do with me, why does it bother me? Why should I say anything? Why should I impose my beliefs and all the rest? And it's not about imposing, but I think it's also about guidance and offering perspective. I think that saying stuff like, if it has nothing to do with me, why am I in it? Why am I involved? The issue with that is because we exist as a community, not as individuals. And we become responsible for the people around us, for the, for the people that grow after us, for the society our children are going to be raised in. We are responsible for creating a community of people who have like an individualized mindset towards the world. And there are many problems with that because you are a part of this world. You are a part of the society. You exist in it too. And if we keep 
pulling ourselves back from things that we're seeing and are very aware is an issue and a problem. We almost co-sign. It almost feels like, you know that saying, I don't 100% agree with it because it's not as black and white as the saying goes, but if you are not actively against, then you are passively for, or you're passively in support of. And um, again, of course, everything is not as black and white. There's a lot of gray with that. But I guess it's that feeling or that understanding that if you don't speak up for something or stand up for something, then you are condoning it and allowing it to happen. You're saying it is acceptable and appropriate and okay for it to happen because you're not, you, you're not opposing it. And um, that's the issue that I feel like we have right now as we're raising a shameless society. People do not feel any <laughs> any need to be shameful about certain things that happen, certain things that they do, that they say. And we're seeing it become so globalized, especially with social media. I mean, how many story times do we listen to on online of people saying the wildest things, expressing and being vulnerable about the wildest things, you know, and seeing people in the comments who are just going, yeah, me too. Oh, I did that too. Oh, that's all you did. You know what I'm saying? And it's like this, this boost. I think we need to also always be cognizant of the fact that there's a biological and a scientific thing that's going on when likes and comments and shares and stuff go on, right? There is a dopamine hit, a drug, a hormone inside of you that is spikes up and gives you a sense of validation, a sense of um belonging it makes you feel excited especially when something trends especially especially when you see yourself being viewed by multiple people and stuff like that there is something inside of you that gets so excited that you want that hit again and again and again which would mean you would have to do something wilder you would have to say something more outlandish more crazy more out there you know just to get more people riled up because the thing is when you've created that as your baseline it's not enough for you to get that hit anymore you need to do a little extra you need to do it times two just to get that same feeling again and that's where it becomes harmful right why drugs are so harmful is because eventually your body kind of becomes immune to that hit that you need you need a double dosage of it and you need it quicker you need it more just so you can stop feeling horrible about yourself and the problem is that we start engaging in things that are harmful to ourselves harmful to our futures and harmful to people who are connected to us and that is the issue that I have with I mean, okay, first and foremost, being vulnerable is such a beautiful thing that I think we've created a society that's like, yeah, speak up, open up, say what you really feel, say what's really going on, you know, so you can talk about things. The problem is we need to build boundaries within ourselves as to what is, what is acceptable to share with the public and with others and what is better left private or better left shared within your private circles, you know, within people who are closely connected to you, rather than sharing it up for the world and being exposed and vulnerable to people who do not know you to have a say on your life, on who you are, and the people in your life. I don't think we speak enough of 
about the ways that doing stuff like this becomes so dangerous. You know, people are actually speaking about things that are happening in their families, in their relationships, things that are happening in their, I guess, workspaces, things that are happening all over that they haven't necessarily communicated with others. And I don't think people realize if I am your friend, my life is not here to be used as content for you who I am and who how we participate intimately in our relationship is not meant to be content for you to share with others. I did not, <laughs> that was not stated in the contract. And I don't think we realize that, right? We are now seeing everything as content, everything that we do, that we are as content, as likes. I'm not here to be another like in your story, another comment, another share in your story. I'm here to participate in your life so that we can grow together, love together, live together. You know what I'm saying? Just journey life together. And I think we are seeing so many turns happen with this thing. You know, everybody just wants to quickly jump onto a trend, jump onto thing. And it's it's dangerous because there's kids watching us. There's kids looking up to us. We're in our early 20s, right? And these are where a lot of our mistakes are happening. I don't even, you know, you think it's when you're a child where a lot of the mistakes are happening. But I think it's happening a lot now, simply because there's a push and pull going on. There is an understanding to be responsible, to know better, to be more knowledgeable. But there is also this pushback of wanting to retain your youth, wanting to still feel reckless, wanting to still, I mean, you barely know everything, anything, sorry. And the more you know, the less you realize you know. And um, it's, it's kind of a a crazy time, right? We're in our 20s, we're figuring things out. We're also just like, let's not take things too seriously. There's a lot going on and younger people are looking to us for answers because I think it's also this time when we're realizing older people do not know. You know, there's some older people that do have the wisdom and we appreciate them that we appreciate them for that. But as society is changing and shifting, we are looking to ourselves for a lot of these answers, especially because we're living in a society that, in my opinion, is changing faster than I've seen any other society change. You know, in our lifetime, so much progression has happened to the point where we might have, in an effort to correct some things, have overcorrected other things. And um, technology has moved faster than any other time. The way that we say things, do things, language has changed. You know, d travel has changed. So much has changed just in our lifetime alone. Whereas before, things were taking decades to change. And because of that change, it's almost becoming unreliable to look to our elders for answers. It's almost feeling outdated to look to our elders for certain answers. It almost feels like it... The answers rely are in our hands, basically, which is becoming quite overwhelming because now the younger generations are looking to us for answers and the things that we are participating in and co-signing in, we are telling them that it is okay to do that too. We are telling them that it is absolutely appropriate and condoning and promoting and celebrating, even more so glorifying things that I don't think we have thought through yet. And at some point, it all catches up. Later in life, it catches up. It can catch up to you in your professional life. It can catch up to you in your dating life, in your familial life, 
in so many things that you did not think about because in the moment where it feels cool in the moment it feels trendy in the moment it gives us a buzz it gives us a rush in the moment it feels okay because the problem with not with building a shameless society is that we normalize so much we also become i guess um what is what is the word when um desensitized we become desensitized to a lot of inappropriate content because we're seeing so much of it i mean our world has become so saturated our media that seeing things that are quite graphic seeing things that are quite intimate and all of that it feels like everyone should have access to and it's normal and it's okay and it's not that deep that is the term right it's not even that deep you know <laughs> seeing certain things where people used to have to pay to have access to used to have to be in certain groups and stuff like that is now available all over that mentally we've trained ourselves to not have any reaction towards it that the implications that come afterwards we feel like oh my gosh that's so unfair why is this happening but it's because we didn't prepare for it sooner it's because we're not raising awareness enough about it now because to speak up about it makes you look come across as if you're being judgmental comes across as if you're being regressive comes across as if you are just taking us back to the stone age and there's a fear there's a shame with speaking up there's a shame with standing for something. There's a shame with saying that certain things aren't okay. And I get it. I get it. It's a confusing time. It's a time where we're trying to be liberal about certain things. We were trying to take back ownership over certain things. But that's why I use the term where in an attempt to correct certain things, we may have perhaps overcorrected. And I think we're all just waiting for a time where things just course correct. <laughs> but in this time, excuse me, in this time, the reason I'm choosing to speak about speak up about it in this episode is because I don't think I can be a bystander. I don't think I can say to myself, let me just watch and see this all play out. I think I want to be a part of the groups of people who say, hey, guys, is this appropriate? Is this okay? Is the things that we're doing okay? Because now we're being so outlandish, to be quite blunt about it. We're being so outlandish about the ways that, even the ways that certain people handle breakups or rejection. You know, we're watching people talk about breaking into their ex's homes and all of the rest, trespassing, doing the uttermost, and it being normal, it being okay all in the name of love. And we're saying that love is supposed to be crazy and this and the rest, but what we're doing is promoting a culture that is quite toxic, that is okay with breaking boundaries, that is okay with moving into people's spaces without consent. I mean, to even go into certain private stuff about family things, you know, putting children and babies up online where they're not even on in the age of consent, to say that they're okay with this later in life, having to bear the costs and pay the repercussions of having their private moments shared for the world. Why would you put yourself at the mercy of hundreds to thousands to millions of people who do not know you, who do not know the first thing about you, all for a dopamine rush? 
why would you put yourself at the mercy of people? You know, I always say that, yes, post what you want as long as you're aware that you have no control of where that post ends up. You know what I'm saying? Share what you want. But you are very, you have very little knowledge of how many group chats what you're posting is shared into, of the hands and the eyes of the people who get a hold of that kind of content, who are being aware of the things you're sharing. And it also almost becomes, you know, it's so difficult because of the impact that it has, that certain people do not want to be associated with you. Certain people do not want to be connected with you because of the fear that people now have of being used for content, of being used for, cert- of being implicated by means of association and we just do not know enough about how far of a reach or an impact what we say or do can travel we don't know the spaces who we are circulate into we don't know just how much of a mindset shift that we're giving people As always, it's incredible to be able to find people you connect with and relate to, find people who we can just bond with over certain topics. It's always comforting. I guess even further, it makes me sad to know that we do not have enough of those communities in our real lives to talk to, that we feel like going into the public and internet spaces is where we can find our tribe and our people. And I feel like we are responsible for creating that kind of society where people do not feel safe speaking to us in proximity. And I guess that's the thing, right? The safety of being in your room and talking about something private because it feels like it's just you alone. Being in your room and talking about matters and bringing your situations and your conflicts and you know with the relationships you have with people your thoughts and stuff into the world it still feels like it's like me speaking about me recording a podcast episode you know I'm alone I feel free enough to just say or whatever but there is a wisdom right wisdom is knowledge applied right there is a wisdom one must have when it comes to sharing things I believe You know, we always speak about the rights to privacy, but we're not doing enough in terms of upholding that, in terms of saying that this is something that is important to us. We always go up in arms when we hear about all these agencies and industries and companies and stuff buying our um, information and all the rest. But how much do we do ourselves? You know, how responsible are we with ourselves over our over protecting our rights to, to privacy. You know, I feel like what gave them this idea to feel like it's even okay to do so is because most of the time we're just like, yeah, it's fine, take it, you know? Yeah, it's fine, do with it what you want. We made it feel like it's okay to know certain things. It's okay to have access to certain things, private things about you and about the people in your life. Think about it. It is not difficult to find out something about anyone nowadays nowadays to find out who their past relationships were who their friendship who people are friends with online who people know what they do it is not difficult to look up someone and get any and every information that you're looking for without even having to meet them without even having to know them um personally and when I say bring back shame, I'm not talking about having a shameful nature of just shaming people and all of that, but I'm saying 
bring back esteem, man. Bring back dignity. Bring back a sense of pride in self where you understand that there's certain things I shouldn't be doing. There's certain things that is actually not okay for me to be doing. I'm not even speaking about in the cyberspace because we can talk about that forever, child. We can talk about all the dangers and the harmful nature of the cyberspace of being online and being vulnerable online and all the rest. But I'm talking about even in your own life, there's a lack of shame with how we choose to present ourselves. There's a lack of shame with how we choose to engage with people because of this idea that it like I don't care about anybody. I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I don't care about this and that. This idea of promoting this sense of you're your number one. It's all about you. And it's this individualized mindset, right? Because everything we do, we look at through the lens of ourselves. You know, we we become so selfish and self-absorbed that we cannot see how this hurts anybody else in the process. That we cannot see how it in how it impacts or affects anybody else in the process. Because why should we care? It's our lives. It's me, 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 me. And that's my problem with, with building a shameless society. Is that it's incredibly selfish. And it takes away from compassion and empathy. And just, it filters out our intuition. You know, that thing that's supposed to tell you, no, maybe I shouldn't do this. No, maybe it's wrong for me to do this, to say this, to act like this. It gets rid of that because we have no shame. There's things that we're participating in and co-signing and being a part of and saying it's okay because we're seeing it being done all over, being said all over. And it's crazy because the implications you go through privately, the impact, all of these people aren't there when it impacts you negatively, when it impacts you in your own personal life, with your own self, the way that it negatively impacts your self-esteem, your self-worth, your dignity, your pride within who you are. All of these people you were looking for to just get a little buzz out of aren't there in those private moments and that's where I ask was it worth it was all of this worth it was it worth it for you to drop your dignity to go and do something just so chaotic hoping that this one person can accept you that could want you more could this that and the rest because we have no shame in what we're doing was it worth it was it worth you losing yourself just to keep somebody else very unlikely that the answer is yes because the cost of it is too high the cost of losing yourself is too damn high let me tell you and i think even in so many situations where you may find yourself acting out of character i don't think anyone or anything is worth you losing yourself. I just, I don't think so. And I think that should you ever find yourself in that predicament, go within before you go searching for answers online or all around for how you can feel better about yourself. Start with within because shame protects you from a lot. 
And I'm not talking about embarrassment. That's not the shame I'm talking about. I'm talking about the shame of self like where's your self-worth embarrassment is is kind of like a wasted emotion for me like i don't think there's any point to having embarrassment in life because things move on things change all the rest but i'm talking about how you respect yourself how you see yourself how you value yourself and the access you give to people in your life and people connected to you. And the people who don't even know you. There are things that you need to evaluate with certain stuff. That are they deserving? Is it worth it? Is this who it is you want to be? And you need to also understand that your intent. Your intention with how you may put yourself across. Might not be how you land. And that is also the scary part, right? And that's what I'm talking about. You have no control about how things turn and circulate and change in the cyber world online. Anywhere, really, in any social or whatever spaces. Is that you may have the intent to come across this way. And the way that it may be received, you may be so misunderstood. And you may spend the rest of your life trying to regain your dignity trying to regain your sense of self-worth trying to regain your identity because of how people have received you was that worth it and i'm not saying it's your job to make sure you're understood by everyone but what i'm saying is it is your job to be responsible over yourself it is your job to be accountable for yourself It is your job to take awareness with certain things and it's tough to have this conversation it's very 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 difficult having this conversation because we want to feel like we're free we want to feel like we have a sense of freedom with our self agency over ourselves and our bodies and our minds and our opinions and our thoughts we want to feel that way but as I've always said, like even sometimes, you know, just because you have a platform doesn't mean you need to share your opinion. Doesn't mean you need to always have a say in something. Doesn't mean you always need to be involved in something because in certain spaces, you got to just pick your battles. You got to pick your fight. You got to realize what's worth it. Because at the end of it, years down the line, you're going to realize it wasn't even worth it. That all of this didn't even really matter. The things you were fighting so hard for today might not even matter in two years, in five years. And you've got to evaluate all that kind of stuff. And the reason I'm having this tough conversation is because I want us to move forward with knowledge, to move forward with wisdom, to move forward with awareness and perspective rather than blindly and ignorantly just giving ourselves off to anyone and everyone and anything just out of the guise of being in the moment. Being in the moment sometimes also calls for you to reflect. I will advise if you record anything, watch it back, listen to yourself back, you know, before you co-sign on sharing it, you know, before you speak to anyone about anything, listen to yourself back and evaluate, you know, be, you know, it's such a harmful world we're living in. Not everyone is protective of the same goals or values that you have. Not everyone is looking out for you either. And you're Things that might have been your dreams and passions can now become something so destructive because of how people may manipulate that for you, because of how they perceive you. And you don't want that. You don't want things to be blocked for you, to, for people to get in the way of your visions, of your plans, because you lacked the knowledge and, or the know-how of how to better conduct yourself in society or in the world. And... Um, this isn't, again, this isn't to judge or shame anyone. I know I sound incredibly passionate, but I think the reason I'm so passionate about it is because I keep thinking about the kids, man. I keep thinking about people younger than me that are participating in things 
and having access to things that I do not feel like their brains have fully developed enough to understand the concept. Their brains have fully developed enough to grasp the intensity with which or how far things can go for them. And I think we need to do a better job as the people older. We need to do a better job of ourselves because how we participate in the world teaches other people and invites other people into how they can do that for themselves. As always, I'm sending my love. Goodbye. This is 20s.